0: With everything that's taking place in our world uh, and and going on right now, you've got to realize that the return of Jesus Christ is very soon. Uh, This world cannot last. It can't stand much longer. One thing that stuck out in my mind with the message that came out and came forth this morning, you don't have time. You don't have time, hallelujah! And see, that's one thing that's going to catch a lot of folks because down through the years, you know, a lot of folks have played around with the Lord, played around with church, being in and out and all that. But we listen, uh, 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 the warning, the warning buzzer's done, done went off, hallelujah, amen. We're uh, we're fixing, we're fixing to wind up this thing, hallelujah. Amen, and uh we don't have the time that we used to and and there's one thing for we as the body of christ we all got to, we got to learn to do and I think that's why i'm uh I'm being pulled this way for the scripture tonight. This is something that I have got to learn to do more and everybody uh if we are going uh not only not only to make it when he comes, but to be able to be a a pleasing vessel unto God to be used by God. well, let's go in John chapter twelve and verse twenty four saint John twelve and verse twenty four hallelujah he has it's on the screen there and look at this is the words of Jesus Christ himself verily, verily. I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Now, let's think about that. He uses illustration of a corn of wheat. He said that corn of wheat It's going to stay and it's going to buy buy it alone unless it fall to the ground and die. But if it die, it will bring forth much fruit. I'm going to try to preach tonight for a little bit on a subject titled, I must be willing to die. I must be willing to die. Fathers, we come tonight. I thank you and praise you for your love. Thank you for what you have done already today. We thank you, God. we still got several folks that are sick, battling sickness, Lord, and I ask that you would touch their bodies, give them a healing, help them overcome this thing that's going around. And right now, God, for the next few minutes, I'm asking God that you will speak to each and everybody that is here tonight. I believe you've ordained everybody that's here to hear this word tonight. And so I pray, God, that you will help us to receive it, and not only be hearers, but doers of the word also. In Jesus' name does the church say, amen. 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 You can be seated. Hallelujah. Uh, The subject of death is one subject that we as humans are very uncomfortable thinking about. We don't like to think about it. We don't like to talk about it. I, I really found that out when we first moved down uh, from uh, Kentucky, uh, I got a, I, I received a job uh, and worked for a little while at uh, Woodlawn Funeral Home, and I, I sold uh, uh, pre-need um, uh, uh, things there to help people get uh, set up ahead of time in the plan, which is a very good thing for people to do. I have I have been with many families down through the years, and uh if they wait and don't take care of something then their their loved ones are forced to do something in a very stressful time and uh they're they're There're men out there that's very unscrupulous, and they will use people's emotions against them and uh get them to do a lot of things that they really shouldn't do and that they don't need to do so That's really a basis that I I got into doing that for a while because I felt like with my experience and being with many families for all those years, I could help some folks. But uh, for those who would come into the funeral home uh, looking uh, for plots and stuff, it didn't have any problem. But it was those times that it was our task to go out to people's home and try to talk about it. I found out, you know, it, uh, that uh, people's mortality is something that they want to just not think about. They, they want to push it out of the, uh, completely out of the way. So death is very uncomfortable uh, for us uh, to think about, especially for a lot of people their own. Uh, death is something to be avoided and bypassed as long as possible. Uh, but I'm here to tell you tonight it's going to catch up to all of us sooner or later. Amen, because the Bible said it's appointed for all men what, once to die, and after that the judgment. Amen. So even though we might not want to think about it uh, and uh, and deal with a lot of people, uh, it's something that is going to come to everybody. Amen. Un- un- until Jesus comes, hallelujah. And those people are still alive and living when he comes, if they're ready to go, they're going to be raptured up. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's something that everybody's going to be forced to do. Now, when Jesus spoke to his disciples in the twelfth chapter of John concerning the grain of wheat falling to the ground and dying, now I understand that he was referring to his soon coming death at Calvary. I understand that he was given a type of prophecy. Uh, uh, when he when he talked about that, uh, about what he was fixing to do at Calvary, but not only was he talking about that, also he was referring, Amen. Not only to his death, but his his death as an example to us that we too must die in order to produce the abundance of fruit that God desires for us. Hallelujah. Amen. He was letting his disciples know if they wanted to be productive in the kingdom of God, if they wanted to live pleasing to God, the only way they was going to be able to do that was to die. Hallelujah. Listen, church. There is an untold wealth of spiritual possibilities and blessings waiting for those who are willing to die. My Lord. You know, scientists tell us that none of us use um, uh, all of our brains. Three-quarters of the human brain is never tapped into or used. They say we only use about 25% or less. Amen. And over three-quarters of the human brain, amen, is re- never tapped into. Our middle capacities are far greater than we could ever imagine. Well... Likewise, the average Christian, now follow me for a minute. I'm laying a foundation here now. And as Brother Travis says, a lot, I'm going somewhere. The average Christian goes through this earthly passage taking advantage of only one quarter or 25 percent of the power and possibility affording them amen leaving behind over three quarters of amen of the possibilities that you have through the Holy Ghost and God amen and it's available to you amen but we waste it amen and it goes untouched simply because we're not willing to die we're not willing to die we get a little touch of the Holy Ghost, and man, it feels good. And we'll shout, and we will we'll rejoice. But we will never try to tap in to all that potential that we really got. Hallelujah. Listen, folks, it's, it's unbelievable what we, can, what we can tap into if we are willing to die. If we're willing to do what Jesus said about that, um, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. Hallelujah. Amen. Some kind of way. And I believe that the persecution, amen, and all the things that's coming upon the, uh, of this earth right now, it is going to it's going to pressure us, Uh, amen, we're going to have to make a decision. Uh, We're going to continue on, Uh, amen, just coasting along, Uh, amen, only just getting a hold of a little bit of God, Uh, amen, Uh, just to make us, amen, have some assurance that we're going to be, amen, make it all right, Uh, amen, are we going to be able to tap into the power and the Holy Ghost of God so we can really do something and make a difference in this world before he comes? Glory to God, hallelujah, glory. Listen, I want, to, I, want to, I want to speak straight to you right here now. I must be willing to die to tap into that unused potential that God has reserved only. Look at somebody and tell them only. He has reserved only for those willing to die. Now listen, God grants everybody the opportunity of His grace and His mercy because He's no respecter person. It don't make no difference what position or station your life is in, hallelujah, where you may be, what language you speak or whatever, anybody, amen, it, it's got available that grace and that mercy of God, but... He does not freely open up heaven's vast supply to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that cries, Lord, Lord. Come on now. We're going to get real for a moment. Jesus said, Why call ye me, Lord, Lord, and don't do the things I say? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's one thing to receive the grace and mercy of God to have some sins forgiven, but... God will not, everybody he grants that grace to, he will not open up the vast supply of heaven's glory unless they prove to him they're willing to die. Hallelujah. It goes beyond that repentance stage. It goes beyond, amen, just praising the Lord, amen, and lifting a hand, hallelujah. If you're going to tap in, it's there, and God will let anybody have it, but he won't give you a. That's why some people down through time excel, amen, in the spiritual realm, amen. The more you think God uses you now, you, you, you might be happy with that little thimble full that God uses you with right now. If you would show God you was willing to die, he would throw away that thimble and he would start throwing buckets full on you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But God would not waste a bucket full of glory on somebody not willing to die. Never has. Never will. Elisha told Elijah, he said, I want a double portion of your spirit. I don't want just... What you got? I want to. I want to excel. What you got? I've I, 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 I walked around with you, Elijah, Told Elijah, and I've seen the miracles that you performed, and I've seen all these things God has done for you, and through you, Elijah says, "I want a double portion of it." Hallelujah. You've been given a thimble full, Elijah. I want to get a bucket full. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to get a I want to get an uh, uh, an old number 10 wash tub. Hallelujah. Even full of it. Glory to God. Amen. Elijah told him, he says, what you're asking for is not easy. Hallelujah. It's possible, but it's not easy. He said, You're going to have to stay. Stick right with me and not leave my side. Make sure you're with me when God catches me up. Why was that? Because when God was going to catch him up there was going to be a mantle Oh, there was going to be a mantle fall back down to the earth for whoever, glory to God that was near, ready to pick it up glory to God, if you ain't near to God you ain't going to reach the mantle you ain't going to be able to reach it oh you've been blessed God has used you a little bit here and a little bit there but you ain't going to get that double portion you ain't going to want us to present our life a living sacrifice. What do we need? What do you mean willing to die? Alright. I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you. Hallelujah. Number one, we got to be willing to die to self. If I want to excel The only reason that Sammy Pruitt is not used more in the spirit, I'm you, I'm you, God uses me as far as I'm willing to die to myself. Dying out to self is one of the most difficult things a human being will ever tackle. It's simply not in the nature of the flesh to be willing to succumb to any other outside force or desire. The self or the man is the carnal or fleshly nature which the Bible states is an enmity or hostility against God. Hallelujah. So when I'm talking about i got to show God I'm willing to die, I gotta show God I'm willing to die out to myself, my wants, my needs, my desires, my opinions. As you can see, a whole lot of seasoned Christians haven't got there yet. Amen. Glory to God. We haven't reached that yet. So we're not seeing the dead raised. We're not seeing the blinded eyes open. Hallelujah. Like we used to. Or one time in the miracles. Amen. Oh, we'll see something here and there. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. Those signs, wonders, and miracles shouldn't happen in the body of Christ only once in a blue moon. We ought to be able to see the signs and the miracles and the wonders of God every time we come together. Why should that? Because Jesus has already said where there's many as two or three are gathered in my name for the I will be in the midst of them. I, he's a miracle worker. He's a healer. He's the one that works the miracles and the signs. But the reason why he don't do it he's got nobody in the church willing to die oh God God help us help us Lord. Romans 7 and chapter uh, Romans chapter 7 verse 18 for I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing man if that don't burst your bubble Because (laughs) a lot of times we all think we're pretty good Joes. Hallelujah. I've served God pretty good. I've done a pretty good job already. The Bible says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. I don't have the knowledge or the know-how. Talking about it in myself. In my flesh. Romans 8 and 8. Oh God. Oh God. Sometimes when I look at that verse and I, and I see it, I want to weep. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at what he says there. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God so if I'm following my desires if I'm following my will my emotions, my opinions I can't please God because I'm following self I'm following the flesh instead of following God they that are in the flesh cannot please God so there's only one remedy for that situation I gotta die if long as I'm in my, in my flesh, I can't please God. If I want to live to please God, then I got to die. I got to lay it down. I got to tell this old flesh, you got to give up the ghost. Hallelujah. You got to step aside. You got to let the Holy Ghost take over. You got to let the Holy Spirit rule and reign in your life. Hallelujah. You got to be led by him, amen, and directed by him. Glory to God. And when you're able to do that, God says, I got a vast supply for you to tap into. Hallelujah, that you cannot never imagine. Hallelujah. We got to be willing to die to self. Listen, church. This carnal force is what motivates and guides the lives of unregenerate men and women. Hallelujah. Unfortunately, the flesh is always there to contend with, even after a person is converted and comes to know the Lord. You still have to contend there's a battle all the way you never give up that struggle it's going to never walk away that is why Jesus said in order to be his disciple you must deny yourself or in other words you got to you got to die out to self Luke chapter 9 verse 23 and he said unto them all if any man and that also means woman If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Or let me paraphrase that let him die out to himself. Let him take up his cross daily and follow me. And you know what's something that's interesting there? (laughs) Every one of us has got a cross to bear in this life. Don't try to get away from the cross. There's a cross we all got. Listen, the Apostle Paul had one. He, 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 he called it a thorn in the flesh. And he said, you know, I went to God and I prayed to God for three times to take that away from me. But God didn't see fit to do it. And he says, my grace is the full <laughs> Hallelujah. My grace is sufficient. And Paul realized why he had to carry that cross. He realized why he, even though when he laid hands for others and others were healed, he never was, I, I, this is personal, I believe it was a physical infirmity. and um, uh, Even though he prayed for many, many other people, he was never healed of that. He was never delivered of that. And he knew the reason why. He said it's because of all the revelations that God opens up to me. So I want, in other words, in what he was saying, that he wouldn't get the big head. Hallelujah. Because, listen, he wrote most of the New Testament. God opened up revelation. Listen, this, this man, stop and think about it for a minute. Apostle Paul did something that no living human had done. He said, I was called up into the third heaven. He said, "I saw and I heard things that's not lawful for people even to talk about." Hallelujah. What? What? What did he mean? The, the he went on up past the atmosphere. The first heaven is the atmosphere around the earth, where the air is, the oxygen that we breathe. The second heaven is where the planets are. That's the second heaven of what we call the universe. But beyond that, hallelujah, oh, glory to God, the place that God is preparing for you and our nations, glory to God, that third heaven, he said it's called paradise. It's the same place that Jesus told the thief on the cross. He said today you're going to be with me and Woo paradise M Hallelujah Woo You see, God ain't showed that to everybody. He showed it to Apostle Paul because Paul demonstrated he was willing to die. And because he did show it to him, he had to carry that cross. He had to bear that thorn in the flesh. Somebody, I've heard people say, oh, man, I wish I had the anointing of so-and-so. Are you willing to, to suffer the agonies that that person has suffered? Because I guarantee you nobody has ever had any kind of anointing has that anointing without going through some stuff personally. That is beyond salvation. Hallelujah. Anointing is birth through suffering. Jesus says that. Hallelujah. He said it's through much persecution, amen, that we enter into the kingdom of God. Oh, glory. Are we willing to deny ourselves? Are we willing to die out to self? That is the dividing line for a lot of people. They get to that, excuse me, they get to that point, but they can't cross over. They can't go beyond because they're not willing to die out to self. Well, there's something else that we've got to die out to. i got to be willing to die because there's another force just beside my flesh that we have to contend with as long as we're living here. That second thing that you and I have got to die out to is to the world. That's not popular preaching anymore today. Hallelujah. But God says if we want, if we want to be able to really tap in to that 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 potential, that vast um, oh, glory to God, we got to be willing to die out to the world. Next to the flesh, the world hinders more people than any other thing. Because there's so many things out there in the world. You know the world has got agents that it uses to uh to sway people Man, you go down the highway and, you, and and you'll see the world advertising on the billboards about the man and the woman there, you know, together and 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 pouring, pouring the vodka or or something else and showing a good having a great time, something to try. Hey, look what we're doing out here! We're partying out here! We're having a good time out here! Hallelujah, but it's all a deception because everybody who gets deceived, Hallelujah, they wind up. Our lives messed up and destroyed. How many homes, glory to God, Amen. are busted up because of that. Amen. How many people's body. I mean, I've got people in my family who died early deaths and went into the grave because alcohol ate them up from the inside out. They was not able to pour away. Hollywood is an agent of the world. I'm gonna tell you something. If you really want to serve God, if you really want to learn and walk, glory to God. Now, I'm I'm not like some. I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that you got to completely unplug that television. Oh, television, excuse me. But I cannot see no really spirit filled person sitting down every day. Watching as the stomach turns, I mean, as the world turns. The old and the wrinkled, uh, young and the restless. All that stuff is there's worldliness and garbage. It's of the world, it's, it's what Jesus says. If you love the world or the things that are in the world, I, I never will. <laughs> I, I think I've told this before. I, I'm sure I have. I never will forget this darling now years ago. We was we was at a church on a Sunday night, and they was having prayer requests. One dear old lady, I mean, she was getting on up there. She was between 75 and 80, and she stands up and she tells the pastor there, says, "Would y'all please remember such and such in prayer there in the hospital, and they said they're going to die in a minute." Some folks begin to giggle and laugh around. And just so happened that person they was asking prayer about was some lady on the soap opera she watches every day. Huh. Hello. Glory to God. Amen. The world has a lot of things, amen, to try to distract us. Amen. To keep us from dying, I, that is an area that we got to die out to this world. Now, what I mean by this world is the influences and the attractions of this world system. Amen. The world's way of thinking and the world's motivation. Let me tell you something the world is not motivated the same way as God's people. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're, you're, you're not motivated the way that the world's motivated. And that's what you got to die out to. We don't think like the world. Hallelujah. The world is ruled by power, deception, greed, and total godlessness. As children of God, we should not be living our lives in the same manner as the world. Our lives should be governed by love, compassion, forgiveness, you're not going to get that in the world. Hallelujah. You're not going to get that in the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Love, compassion, forgiveness with Jesus Christ at the center of every move and every action that we take. When we die to the world, we are no longer motivated by the power, materialism, and earthly gain. Our motivation is the work of God and how we can serve one another. The world does not operate this way. Now, as far as acting in the realm of politics, the man's man's, uh, hard nature uh, sounds good to a lot of people. But it's evident Mr. Trump don't know nothing about what centers around Christianity. He don't know anything about that. He tries to say that he is, but when he made the statement that, that he has never went to God asking forgiveness for nothing, he, when I mess up, I realize I mess up, I straighten up, and I, and, and I, 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 I go on. That's not what we got to do. Hallelujah. Amen. We have got to submit ourselves to the foot of the cross. It's not, coming to God is not just reformation. Hallelujah. Coming to the Lord is not just me uh, stopping my cussing and my lying and my stealing and throwing my bottle away. And 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 womanizing and all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of people that do that. They make a change in their life for some reason or other, but they still die lost. Why is that? Because they haven't been born again. Jesus says we got to be born by the water and the spirit. Hallelujah. There's a lot there there's a lot of people. Brother, you know, Brother Bobby's, you know, talked talked about it. You know a, a lot of times he stopped he he stopped doing a, a lot of things he used to do once he um, and sister Linda got married and and he realized she was going to have a child he he, he thought of himself he says, well, he said, as a dad, I can't be acting like that around that child. I'm going to straighten myself up, but you just straighten yourself up apart from having a, a regeneration of jesus christ is is not what you need. you have got to be changed by him." The heart has got to be changed. Hallelujah. That's something that I can't do on my own. I can only do it by dying out to myself, dying out to the world. When we die to the world, we're no longer motivated by materialism, earthly gain. Our motivation is the work of God. Hallelujah. Romans 12 and 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. That, that comes about when you begin to die out to yourself. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter two, verse twelve. I, I'm going to wind this down. I'm, I'm fixing to close. First Corinthians two and twelve. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Notice that the spirit of the world. But the Spirit, which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. The world operates under one spirit. God moves in a totally different realm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And listen, I've been on one side and now I'm on the other and I know which one's best. Hallelujah. I know which one I'd rather be controlled by. Hallelujah. There are people right now wasting their life away behind bars because they followed the spirit of the world. Hallelujah. Amen. Following the spirit of the world. When Jesus said, unless we die, we will abide alone, he implied that we must realize there is something greater than ourselves. You, uh I got to realize there's something greater than than me, hallelujah, something we must love more than ourselves, even our very life. So on this Sunday night, as we gathered here, I wonder how many of us will admit there's still some things in our life which needs to die so we can produce the great fruits. God hallelujah I want brother Darrell to come up and be getting ready and I want to close by saying this the Bible calls this way that we live in the Christianity brother Doug It's ca- the Bible calls it a crucified way Another place he said that we are crucified with Christ. Everybody understands those terms, right? I wonder if you ever thought about this. Just think about it this way if you've never thought about it. Let's let's just say, for instance, I am thinking about committing suicide. I want to kill myself. There's a number of ways I could do that. But you know what? I cannot, I cannot crucify myself. Crucifixion is a death that somebody else has to do. I may lay down Brother Jeff on a cross and beam. Some kind of way I might be able to set up and I might take a hammer and a spike and drive it through my feet. Some kind of way... I might be able to stretch out this left hand across on one beam. I might be able to kind of hold a spike there some kind of way and take that hammer and powder it into that one. It would be difficult, but I, I wouldn't say it would be impossible. But once I got that done, how am I going to take care of this one? How am I going to lift myself up and drop that cross in that hole before the damage begins really? To start being done. Some if you're going to be crucified, somebody has to else to do it. And if this is a crucified way, you're going to have to die to self. You're going to have to allow the Holy Ghost to crucify everything in your life that's not like the Lord. Hallelujah. Because it's a crucified way. You can't do it yourself. There's no way that I, can, that I can take care of all that stuff myself. Remember, I read the scripture a while ago, you know, to be able to find out what I need to do. I, I, I don't know how to do it, Paul said. I can't do it. I cannot crucify. I can take care of some things. But th- if you try to do it all on your own, you're going to be a failure at it. You're going to have to submit yourself totally to the will of God and the power of the Holy Ghost to cleanse everything so you can completely die out to self. Let's stand together. And as Brother Darrell sings, let's worship God a little bit. If anybody wants to come and kneel at the altar to pray, the altars are open tonight.